The following talk was given at the Insight Meditation Center in Redwood City, California. Please visit our website at audiodharma.org. So one of the joys of mindfulness practice is when the mindfulness is clear enough, mature enough, settled enough that we really feel the delight of being simply here. That the just being really feeling a feeling kind of palpable way that we really are here, and there's a clear awareness that's centered on here. And even at the there's not much maybe inclination for the mind to wander away from here, and, and that's just here, just here, can be so satisfying. It can feel so clean or simple or refreshing or enlivening in contrast to sometimes very energetic ways that we're spinning out in thoughts, we have a lot of static, we have preoccupations, and we're almost being pulled off anywhere but here. And even it can be very energized, and some of those thoughts that take us away are enjoyable. There is a deadening quality to that in contrast to the liveness, simplicity of just being settled here. And as we get more settled here, less distracted, less interested in other times and other places, then the fourth of the five faculties can become more accessible, more relevant. And that is to become concentrated. Or another word for this is to be centered in a focused way, centered in our experience. Or to be unified, gathered together, so that all of who we are is gathered together and is working for the same purposes of being present and focused on the breathing, on the present moment, on something. And the joy of becoming concentrated is to have a, is the, partly the joy of a mind or heart which is not scattered, which is not divided on itself, that has a unified feeling or a gathered together feeling or where it's kind of in a unified way, really here, present, engaged, in the fo- with the focus of attention. So for this sitting, you might again, once again, sit in an upright posture. And one of the functions of a centered, upright posture is to support the centering of concentration. That we're using our posture partly as a ballast or as a stabilizing force, as a reference point for being centered. And so to sit upright sometimes and then giving some attention to how the weight of your body travels down your body to your seat or to the floor 
and see if you can have that be balanced so that you're not leaning forward the weight or backwards the weight or sideways. And you start feeling a stability of support from the bottom. Feeling the weight of your sitting bones against the chair or your cushion. Perhaps it's some kind of firm feeling of the soles of the feet against the floor if you're on a chair or the lower legs on the floor. And this spot where you're sitting, there's a long tradition in Buddhism of being treated as being the spot of awakening. It's not incidental that you're on this spot. And this spot where you're sitting is your spot right now to be here, to be grounded, to be settled. It's your place to be here. And is there some way that you can gather yourself together to be rooted, grounded, here in this spot with your body, so that the center of your universe is here where your body is. The body is the center, centered on this body. And then similar to how you maybe established your place here on your floor or your chair, you might be able to do something similar with your mind. Can you relax and soften your mind, your awareness, and let it be resting on the foundation of the mind or foundation of being inside. Capacity to be aware is a wonderful capacity. And there is a kind of centering that can happen with awareness itself. A grounding especially if it can be felt as if there is a place inside the body that's the ground or the source or the home for being aware, being present. A place maybe of well-being or safety or ease, a still point inside, where your awareness can become quieter and softer, more open, 
and perhaps from there to spread out in a diffuse way throughout your body. And then to gently take a few long, slow breaths. And let those little bit bigger breaths slowly get shorter and slowly move back to a normal kind of breathing. And as you get slower and slower, follow your breathing and see if you can get centered. (coughs) Awareness can be centered on breathing or breathing can be at the center of awareness. Breathing is at the center of the body. Breathing at the center of here. And letting the body's experience of breathing, let the whole breathing in and the whole breathing out wash back and forth across the sands of awareness. So there's almost a physical contact, almost a kind, almost a kind of physical contact between the body breathing and awareness. One gliding across the other. And a continuity of contact. The whole in-breath felt in the body. The whole out-breath felt in the body. If you find yourself thinking a lot, as you exhale, let go of your thoughts and let go into the sensations of breathing out. The simplicity of sensations of breathing in and breathing out as a place to become centered in. Settled. In inner quiet.
an inner stillness of awareness centered on breathing. And if your mind is thinking a lot and restless, that's okay. There's a way in which a unified awareness, whole awareness, can hold that peacefully. Maybe breathing with it or breathing through it. where you're centered on breathing and not troubled by the thoughts on the periphery.
letting go of your thoughts and letting go into breathing as if you can entrust yourself, fully trust yourself to the simplicity of breathing in and breathing out. So that's all there needs to happen here. Fully here with breathing. Tuning in to your breathing, attuning yourself to breathing, just breathing here.
as if breathing is everything and everything is included in breathing.
So, if there is, as is often the case on freeways, a, a straight line painted on the on the on the road, then it's easier to notice if your car is swerving a little bit, and so you can hold it. It's easier to hold it straight. If you have a a room that's been really noisy and then it gets quiet, then you might hear something that you didn't hear before. You might hear that there's a little brook outside and gurgling, or you might hear that the toilet is leaking, or you might, if you're walking through a busy metropolitan street, lots of people on the street, and you're just trying to avoid people and, you know, dodge them and and, um, you know, you're busy doing that. And then you get to a side street where there's no one walking on it, just you walking down the sidewalk. Then you can start noticing that actually um, the ways in which uh, you put your foot down on the ground is a little bit imbalanced. And normally it's okay, but now you can notice that actually it's actually maybe injurious to walk that way or strainful to walk that way. But you couldn't notice that subtlety in that busy street where you had to pay attention to all the things going around. So in meditation, as the mind gets clearer, so the mindfulness gets stronger, as we get concentrated or settled or more peaceful or calm, we have access to new information that's often drowned out in ordinary life and we can start seeing more clearly some of the things going on. And that gives us access to what in Buddhism can be called uh, discernment. Often it's translated as wisdom, which is a nice word. But uh, the advantage of discernment, it means you're actually making distinctions. You're seeing something more clearly gets highlighted as opposed to wisdom being some knowledge, wise knowledge, or a wise perspective or understanding of, you know, something big. Um, discernment has, in Buddhism has much more to do with you, your ability to see clearly things that are often not seen because the mind is so busy and racing around and preoccupied and the foot traffic in the mind is overwhelming. And, um, and so, so to get the mind st- st- calmer, the body calmer, more settled, or here, um, and sometimes what that highlights is that the mind is out of control and how difficult it is inside of there. But that's seen much more clear, much more clearly, and even though it's uncomfortable, that clarity can be very helpful to find a way forward. And rather than drowning it out, and you know, and getting busy and distracting oneself, and so. Um, the discernment that uh, sometimes can, be, you know, can be quite simple, and sometimes the simpler it is, the deeper it can go into the path to freedom. And uh, and one of the very simple discernments that are possible, distinctions possible to make when the mind is calm enough, settled enough, we're here, we're not distracted and caught up in thoughts, is we can watch and see uh, that what we start doing with the mind or our thoughts or feelings or whatever, that there's an ouch associated with it. 
or we can feel there's a ah associated with it. We can feel that oh, if I do that, it's agitating, it's stressful, it's contracting, it's tense, it's uncomfortable, it's, it, it uh, darkens the light of <coughs> the mind. And if I do the other one, then it brings more light, it brings more ease, it brings more relaxation or openness or brings more love or connection or something. And it's possible, it's just, oh, it's almost like, you know, if you're walking down the street and you're, you know, you stop being preoccupied by things or dodging the traffic or something. And then you notice that actually there's a breeze. And that breeze comes and it goes and you go by certain buildings, it gets stronger and other buildings, it gets weaker. And you can feel the breeze. And, or what actually I've done here with people is uh, have people walk around the neighborhood and notice um, how their awareness gets smaller or more contracted or tighter uh, depending on um, if they uh, walk by strangers or there's no one on the sidewalk next to them. Do you, you get more open and relaxed with a stranger walking by? Do you somehow get tight and pull back a little bit? Is there subtle movements in how you react in your body and when some stranger walks by on the sidewalk? And ordinarily, maybe we feel nothing at all, but if you're very sensitive, there might be ever so small little tinge of one direction or the other that you feel. And you can feel one is more ouch in the direction and one is more ah. So as we go out to do the last walking meditation now, you might try to stay, as you've been, been here for a long time and you're probably a little bit more calm or settled or connected to yourself than you realize or more than you were in the morning. And it might give you a vantage point to start noticing the ways in which you are walking to the bathroom or to get tea or the ways in which you start looking and judging or the ways in which you are thinking about yourself. And you can see the very the movement, ouch, <laughs> ah. And just, that's, that's discernment, to see that. What you do with that information, that's a whole other topic. But it's very interesting just to watch. And, you, and then you might also watch with that kind of almost very, very simple kind of reactivity or movement in the mind or in the body. It might be really clear what you prefer. It might be really clear, or oh, I don't need to do that, or it's okay to do that, or something. So if this is, makes sense to you, and we'll, do out and do, we'll go out and do 30 minutes of walking meditation. We'll start again in here at four o'clock for the last, come back for our last half an hour of sit. And um, we'll ring the bell at you know, 3.53. And um, so you do your walking meditation, but you might see if there's some way that the state that you're in after this day of practice has given you a different kind of discernment that's available, a different sensitivity that you, you normally have, that you normally don't have, and that how that's maybe wise to have that sensitivity, what it teaches you or shows you um, about the practice in yourself. So in any case, I hope you enjoy your walking. Thank you. <laughs>